the FTC proposes a new rule that could slow health care deals. Georgia's controversial Medicaid work requirements go into effect in just a few days. And Virginia Mason Franciscan Health will partner with Optum Washington. It's Thursday, June 29th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Federal antitrust agencies are proposing rule changes that would require merging entities to provide significantly more information about potential deals. If the rule is ultimately approved, it could have a significant impact on mergers within the healthcare industry. The rule changes were released on Tuesday by the Federal Trade Commission and the U.S. Department of Justice. If finalized, this would be one of the first major updates to the Hart-Scott-Rodino Act in 45 years. That law requires companies to file pre-merger notifications. The proposed changes would require merging parties to provide information about prior acquisitions, disclosures about minority investors to determine any potential conflicts of interest, and subsidies such as grants or loans from certain foreign governments, including Russia, China, North Korea, or Iran. The FTC estimates that the new requirements will add around 107 additional hours to the time it takes for firms to prepare their filings. It's estimated that it takes around 37 hours to complete these filings at present. In a joint statement, FTC Chair Lena Khan said that the proposed changes are designed to fill key gaps that regulators consider consistently encounter in reviewing merger proposals, including information about the rationale behind deals, as well as details regarding the actual timeline of the proposed transaction. This proposed rule change is expected to appear in the Federal Register this week and will be open to public comment for 60 days. Though the proposed changes do not exclusively target health care deals, President Biden issued an executive order in July 2021 that pushed the FTC and DOJ to review and revise their merger guidelines for health care deals. Moreover, state governments are also scrutinizing proposed health care mergers. For example, California recently established a new agency to provide oversight to these deals, and a law passed in Washington state that allows its attorney general to publicly review healthcare mergers and acquisitions goes into effect next month. The state of Georgia will launch its Pathways to Coverage program on July 1st, which narrowly expands Medicaid eligibility to some low-income state residents who satisfy specified work requirements. Under the program, enrollees must complete 80 hours of work, education, job training, or community service per month in order to remain eligible for expanded Medicaid coverage. People caring full-time for young children or other relatives will not be exempt from these requirements under the plan. The expansion specifically targets adults in the state between the ages of 19 and 64 who earn less than 100 percent of the federal poverty level but who are otherwise ineligible for Medicaid coverage. Enrollees are also expected to pay premiums as part of their eligibility. A spokesperson for Georgia Governor Brian Kemp's office told WABE, 
KDE, a public radio station in Atlanta, that the state is budgeting for around 90,000 residents to participate. Georgia is currently the only state in the country that has been allowed to implement Medicaid work requirements, though not without challenges. The Trump administration first allowed the state to put the requirements into place through a Section 1115 waiver. The Biden administration blocked it, and a federal judge later let the plan move ahead. Coupling work requirements to Medicaid eligibility has long been controversial and largely opposed by Democratic and left-leaning lawmakers. States that have moved to put similar requirements into place have faced legal challenges. For example, Arkansas put work requirements into place in 2018, but those were ultimately struck down by a federal judge. Last month, Republican congressional lawmakers moved to include work requirements for Medicaid eligibility in the most recent fight over the debt ceiling, but those were removed from the final bill. Though the House's move to include these work requirements didn't ultimately become law, the Congressional Budget Office estimated that around 1.5 million Americans would have lost Medicaid coverage had it passed. KFF researchers previously found that more than 90 percent of non-senior Medicaid enrollees who are not on supplemental security income or covered by Medicare are either currently working or face barriers to work. Studies show that work requirements would also be expensive to implement. A 2019 report from the Government Accountability Office found that the cost of enforcing and monitoring work requirements, depending on the state, would range from $6 million to $270 $71 million in additional spending. A new partnership between Tacoma, Washington based Virginia Mason Franciscan Health and United Health Group will designate the Health Systems Medical Center as Optum Washington's main acute care referral center. The news was first reported by Modern Healthcare. According to the publication, Virginia Mason will first partner with Optum Washington's Polyclinic, a 200-physician group based in Seattle. Optum Washington will also help the health system manage its 25,000 Medicare Advantage patients. Virginia Mason's CEO, Katul Patel, told Modern Healthcare that the partnership will broaden the system's reach, as well as allow the system to tap into Optum's analytical knowledge to direct patients to the most appropriate care settings, helping the system focus on population health and take on more risk. Patel also told the publication that the partnership does not include a financial component and did not provide additional details about the partnership's timeframe or scope. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The Gist Healthcare podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.